0: Hi Nazir, what's up, Habibi? Finally you're here. Have you seen the time, Hamid? Who's late to the gym on the weekend, Habibi? Oh, it's nothing. Uh, Me and my wife were just discussing our health insurance plan. It's expiring soon and we are thinking of porting into a different company with a better plan. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are you getting into so much of complex stuff? Who needs health insurance at our age anyway? We are barely 30. Plus, we are gym freaks, come on. Ha, you think fit people don't suffer from health issues? Of course not. What is the point of being fit then? Health issues don't come with a prior warning, Dasir. They can happen to anyone and everyone. While our fitness is very important uh, and might reduce our chances of getting certain diseases, we must realize we are not completely immune to any of them. You know my older brother, right? Salim, of course. Hands down, the fittest guy I have ever met. He was diagnosed with stage 2 blood cancer last year. What? Yes, if it can happen to him, it can happen to anyone. And dude, if you look at the cost of the treatment, you will be shocked. So you two better go home today and get yourself the best health insurance that you can afford. I'll keep that in mind, Habibi. How is Salim doing now? Already in remission. All thanks to the top oncologist working on his case that he is able to afford because of his amazing health insurance policy. Wow, that's encouraging news. I too would get mine today. Absolutely. Now let's do some cardio. You are listening to PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of The Policy Project. I'm Sid, the host of this podcast and your go to person for all things insurance. How are you guys? I hope as fitness conscious as the two gentlemen of our skit today, but a little more aware about health insurance than Nazir, of course. However, let me tell you, a lot of people share this misconception that exercising regularly or maintaining good health or fitness is a substitute to health insurance. But guys, remember, while people who are fit may enjoy a better quality of life or uh, fall sick less often, being fit in no way makes you completely immune to a plethora of serious diseases. Besides, there are uh, physical ailments which aren't always a result of diseases too, like injuries due to accidents. These happen regardless of one's fitness, isn't it? Hence, health insurance is one of the best investments in your well-being that you can make. But don't take my word for it, because to shed more light on this topic, like always, we have with us a wonderful expert who's out here to share their immense knowledge. Please welcome Toshita Chohan, Business Head, Health Insurance at PolicyBazaar.ae. Hello and welcome, Toshita. As always, a pleasure to have you on board. But before we dive in, get ready for some thrilling news, listeners. Policybazaar.ae is thrilled to present WinSurance, your ticket to safeguard yourself and your loved ones, all while winning exciting prizes. When you purchase any insurance policy worth 500 dirhams or more, you can qualify for our raffle draw and stand a chance to win an iPhone 15 every week, along with daily vouchers of 1,000 dirhams. So, are you ready to be a winner? Don't miss out on this excitement. Log on to policybazaar.ae now and seize your opportunity to win big. Hurry! offer is valid from the 5th of Feb to the 8th of March only. Okay, so as always, we start off with the most basic question. What are the factors one should consider while choosing a health insurance policy which is best suited for their needs?
2: I'll just start quick. Uh, like, why are people buying health insurance in the UAE particularly, right? Yes, please. Uh, One, obviously, in majority of the Emirates is compulsory. You have right. to, it's mandatory to have a basic health insurance plan. That regulation sits in Abu Dhabi, uh, Dubai. In Northern Emirates, it's yet not compulsory. But mm. uh, we keep hearing like, you know, the regulation would come up soon or, you know, it's your choice whether you want to be insured or not. Right. And uh, then we've also, people also take the plan from considering on what their requirement is what their budget is so firstly we would we we typically ask customers to assess three four parameters Mm. uh, starting from if you have any pre-existing condition so what is a pre-existing condition a pre-existing condition is any medical condition ailment Mm. sickness Mm. that you have prior to buying the health insurance policy so that could be a small condition say that oh i get regular migraines or i have diabetes i have hypertension or i have borderline diabetes or i have had my gallbladder removed in the past or i had a c-section in the last years anything that has happened in your body or currently you're on any any medication you have to disclose it so that the insurance company applies the correct pricing for your risk Hmm. and also you are sort of uh, confident Hmm. and assured that all these treatments are included in your plan right so first is that Hmm. second is all of us have a preference in terms of a hospital or clinic that we want to use or we currently use yes Uh, that could be a combination of where you currently live or work you know this hospital or this clinic is close to me or it could just be sort of a convenience or an ease that hey I know this doctor or I've been going to this doctor for a long time or would like to visit this doctor and he or she is based at a certain facility and I want that covered so uh, when you're buying a health insurance policy in the UAE you will have a network list of providers in every plan. Mm-hmm. So if I have to just name some common hospitals, right, in Dubai, so if you have an Aster or if you right. have a Medcare, or if mm-hmm. you have an American hospital or King's College, when you buy a health insurance policy, not all of them are by default covered in your plan. So, you have variants of the plan. So, for example, from a starting range to a mid to a high range. And the pricing and inclusions are done accordingly. Right. So, I think that is another thing to take care of. The third thing I would say is there are certain waiting periods that the insurance company will apply. Right. So, for example, there could be a waiting period for maternity. Right. It could range from 40 days to six months. That, hey, on buying the policy, if you. Uh, test positive for pregnancy in the next Hmm. 30 days it will not be covered so the insurer sort of protects their risk by saying if you already have an expense coming up or a claim coming up right you have to either disclose it so there will typically be a question that hey are you planning pregnancy or are you already pregnant and this is that they will price it so you should look at different waiting periods you should also look at what are the different elements that are important in the policy. Do I require dental treatments? Do I require physiotherapies to be covered in my plan? Uh, or okay. do I require some kind of let's say a mental health cover or psychiatric cover? So all the right. alternate medicines, some people take you know natural medicines, homeopathy. So right. this is what is important to you? I think the to go as per the features is very important. And mm. lastly I would say deductibles and co-payments. So, okay. to simplify it, what is a deductible or a co-payment? So, let's say if you tomorrow go for a, a consultation at one of the clinics, mm-hmm. you ha- the, the, the consultation comes at a cost.
0: Correct. So, based
2: your insurance plan, you will either be asked to pay, hey, the consultation is 100 dirhams, but because right. your deductible is 20%, so you will be asked to pay 20, 20 dirhams or right. in your plan it could be hey the deductible is 50 dirham per consultation so every time you go for a consultation what you are really paying out of your pocket is 50 dirham right and those deductibles are they, they also have variance so there will be a pharmacy deductible right the pharmacy co-payment so every time you go in for taking a claim which covers medicine a uh, mm-hmm. prescription medicine if the medicine costs 100 dirhams, if your co-payment is zero, then you don't pay anything. If your co-payment is 20, you pay 20 dirhams. Right? Right. Similarly, for elective treatments, inpatient treatments, etc. So, right. these are the certain things that sometimes our customers, we tell them that although you have bought the health insurance plan, but mm-hmm. everything is not free. In the, res- in the policy term, right? There will Correct. be situations where you may have to pay out of your pocket. Right. I mean, it's not always the best to go for the cheapest plan because you may end up paying a lot out of your pocket.
1: True that, true that.
2: And one, sorry, one more I want to add. The last one I forgot is the sum insured. Hmm. So for example, sum insured is basically the amount or the, the amount in dirhams that you can claim for in the 12 months of the policy. So, you could have a sum insured of 150,000 dirham. You could have a sum insured of 250,000 dirham. So, in the whole year, you cannot claim more than 150,000 dirham or more than 250,000 dirham. And then there are policies for 1 million dirham sum insured. So, basis again, basis your previous usage, basis Mm -hmm. your pre existing condition. If you're very healthy and if you're confident that, hey, uh, you know, nothing as such, I don't predict something going way too wrong right. uh, so basis is that because again these will come at different costs
1: fair enough and that's completely fair enough okay what circumstances might warrant adjustments to the policy
2: see adjustment to the policy I'll tell you from a customer psyche right like hmm. when do they want to change the policy once you've taken the policy
0: hmm. and if
2: your health is fine you don't want any change to the policy Correct. Right. Right. Anytime that you feel or you figure out that hey, I have a certain condition, either that has been diagnosed or that mm-hmm. I did not declare, or right. that a certain claim has been denied for, right. uh, now I want coverage, right? Mm. So as we say, when you really need insurance, that's the time when you don't get insurance because that the right. insurers knows that you're gonna you know make the maximum claim then. So. Sure. I would say a lot of adjustments are not possible in the policy because the insurer mm-hmm. realizes that you are going, you are making an adjustment because you want to use that portion of the policy. Okay. However, there are certain plans that ex- exist which offer you a free look period of, let's say, thirty days or sixty days where you are up, able to upgrade your plan. Right. Okay. So, okay. realizing and also we've seen sometimes doctors switch from one hospital to the other. So you could be, let's say a very simple simple example, Uh, there is a female who's been consulting a gynecologist in hospital A and she, let's say, is in her seventh month all Mm. comfortable with that gynecologist. And that gynecologist says, hey, you know what? I'm no longer going to be at this hospital. I'm moving to the other hospital. right? Right. And that hospital is, let's say, not covered in my plan and Mm. I need an upgrade. So certain requests can be put to the insurer. Mm -hmm. And basis, the case, the insurer would review the case in question and Mm -hmm. then would take a decision. But the underlying guideline of risk being that you are trying to upgrade your plan because you would like to claim more is something that is not preferred but case by case basis it can be seen.
1: How often can one make changes to a health insurance coverage?
2: See when 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 I mean changes I'm mainly referring to the plan features and plan inclusions right Right. so i would again as i said that there are some plans which offer a 30 to 60 day free look period where you are able to upgrade and change few things in your plan majority right. of the commonly sold plans do not offer this right okay. Okay. it would happen case by case and in a very rare genuine scenario would the insurer accept a change in the policy terms or policy inclusions and obviously all this will come at a cost
1: true that okay so but a question out here is that this we're talking about uh in between the one year of the insurance uh, period right but once the insurance is done for that particular one year if it is being renewed then can we have changes in the policy for a newer one
2: Yes. So, uh, what happens at the time of renewal here is you would typically have an end date of the policy. Let's say right. your policy expires on 31st December. As per the UAE rule, you get a 30 day grace period to get, you know, to figure out an alternative policy. Uh, mm. At this time, your current insurance company would give you a renewal quotation, right? They already right. know how much you have used this year, either. You have used a lot of the sum insured or the you know the the policy inclusions, or you have not used it. Basis right. that they would quantify your risk, and mm. they would give you a renewal premium. At okay. that time, it's very important to check with who you're buying that insurance policy from. Uh, at our end our Policy Bazaar, advisors would then mm. you know take you through basis your requirement. Why we would why are you looking for a policy? Upgrade, downgrade, it could also be a downgrade, right? That, hey, I no longer spend as much time in the UAE. I'm traveling or whatever the circumstances Mm -hmm. may be. And I don't want such a comprehensive cover. I want to downgrade the cover. So at renewal time, yes, it is 100% possible. The difficulty happens within the policy term, which is the 12 months.
1: And one more question I have. Like motor insurance, you have a no claim bonus, which you can carry over to the next year if you don't claim anything. Is there something like that in the health insurance as well?
2: So, funny enough, you asked that. I think Policy Bazaar is the only one which today runs a plan with no-claim bonus. So, what we sort of suggest our customers is we have certain plans where you could get a no-claim bonus, which does mm-hmm. not reduce your premium. Right. However, it increases your sum insured, right? Okay. So, if you have a 1 million sum insured and if you have not used it, automatically, we will increase that sum insured for next year. Nice. Uh, there are also plans that we have that you could have Something called an auto recharge, which basically means, let's say, the insured member had a certain claim for Mm -hmm. a certain condition or disease. Now, he used his entire sum insured for that amount correct so we will top up his sum insured in case he wants to use it for any other claim apart from that particular condition that he's already used it for oh, so interesting. that is also that's 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 one of the plans that's exclusively on policy bazaar on majority of the plan the no claim bonus in medical insurance would typically be that they have just given you a rate pass. they've not increased your premium this year so you're right. typically even though your age has gone up the likelihood of you Having few more claims this year has gone up, but the insurer knows your history in the last twelve months, and you've either claimed mm. for you know very little things or you've not claimed at all. So they would typically put you in the green category where they would give you a rate pass.
1: Now I've heard something on the lines of telemedicine services within the mm-hmm. health insurance plan. So can you give a guidance on the availability of these services?
2: So telemedicine obviously <clears throat> globally came a lot into existence during the covid year or 2020 right. or the pandemic right. and even now we have plans which cover telemedicine hmm. there are certain plans where you where the first option for the customer is to only have a telemedicine teleconsultation right. right um then basis what that doctor over the call decides as a course of action he would then he or she would then refer you to a gp or a specialist basis what the findings are over the call Hmm. there are certain plans where you have an option to either go to a clinic or a hospital or also have the teleconsultation right okay Uh, the the benefit of the teleconsultation is obviously those plans are slightly lower in cost right there are certain deductible or co-payment that you would have to pay if you walk into a clinic in the Mm telemedicine plan that's not applicable it's also convenience because if you if we've seen majority of the claims that over the number of claims are made for seasonal flus and allergies right could be or cold cough influenza, right where majority of us know what the outcome is going to be that we're going to go to the doctor he's going to give us you know A set of certain medicines and vitamins but Mm. we still have to wait it out for the next seven to ten days for us to feel better right right and and I think for for some for those kind of conditions telemedicine is perfect you kind of avoid the viruses that you could attract when going to a clinic or a hospital and if Mm -hmm. something can be done over a call it's more convenient for the patient it's less costly for the patient Right. And you could the doctor could prescribe you certain medicines, which could then be delivered at home as well for you, so uh, yeah, there are telemedicine plans available in both group and individual policies.
1: okay, so now let's talk about for people who have just taken a health insurance, and if we need to tell them how to file for a health insurance claim, how long hmm. does it typically take for the claims to process, and what's the procedure there?
2: right, so. I'd start by sort of educating that most of the claims, if you're going to take them in your network of hospital, Mm -hmm. right, if that is the network, the hospital or clinic or the facilities covered within your network, majority of them will be cashless, right? Because your insurance provider has an arrangement with that facility to provide a cashless arrangement. The only thing that you're paying out of pocket is your deductible or copayment. Correct. However, in some cases, if you want to file for a reimbursement that you are going out of network or you have taken a certain treatment, which is not cashless, then uh, there is a now it's most it's, it's quite simplified, you can file a claim, you can download a certain mm. applications of the uh, your TPA of the insurance company, uh, you right. can upload your documents. Uh, typically, right. on the processing time, we have seen it takes about 15 to 21 working days. the insurance company to review the claim after all the necessary documents have been submitted Hmm. uh, they will first check obviously if your claim qualifies for reimbursement if something that you have claimed for is even covered in the policy if Hmm. it is approved you'll get the refund from the insurance provider Uh, they would typically ask for your bank account details to process the refund so we just advise customers that just give it at the time of filing the claim so that again you're not waiting for another 15 days for them to come back to you and say hey now give me your bank account details it's it's right. it's it's right. more paperwork and more chaotic correct so on average yeah, to answer your question i would say allow about 15 to 21 days
1: that's a fair enough time ban all right that was a very insightful segment indeed and thank you so much Tushta, for all that so ab let's move on to our next segment which is ask away now, here we take up FAQs by our customers and uh, we respond to them with the help of our experts. So, if you too are an inquisitive and curious learner like myself, and you've got questions about finance, about insurance, then don't hesitate. Just ask away. Slide into our DMs on Instagram, follow us on UAE, or reach out to us via any of the other social channels, and we'll try our best to answer your questions in the next episode today however we shall be taking up questions related to health insurance and we've received these in our inbox so toshita ready to answer your ask ways yes brilliant all right so the first question is hudaka uh, and she's asking is prescription drug cost coverage included in health insurance plans
2: Definitely, prescription costs, drug coverage is included in the health insurance plans. But again, there is a framework in which your health insurance policy works. So, every claim, whether it's a consultation, it's uh, post the consultation, the doctor has recommended uh, certain medicines or certain lab tests, etc. So, we go back to the basic. Hey, is it a pre-existing condition? Mm -hmm. Uh, Right? Uh, was it declared if it's a pre-existing condition was it declared see a lot of times we all think that um, uh, you know there's diabetes and hypertension but I don't have to declare like how will they get to know but hmm. when you go to the doctor, you speak the truth. The doctor will ask you, hey, you have any history? Have you been taking any medicines, etc.? And that's the time you really don't want to lie because it affects what he's going to prescribe to you next. Absolutely. And uh, bases the entire note, the doctor would sort of make your case history and submit it to the insurance hmm. company for approval. Insurance company will start by assessing, A, was it a pre-existing condition? okay it was not Mm -hmm. fair enough second this condition is included as part of the coverage yes it is included okay prescription drugs are prescribed uh what would be the approximate cost of these prescription drugs are they covered in the limit of the policy if yes 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 it's approved right they'll go back if it was a pre-existing condition was it declared okay yes approved was it not declared declined so then you've opened yourself into a lot more trouble. So, yes, True. the overall broad answer is yes. But again, it works within the policy framework of what you're claiming for, when you're claiming for. And again, it could also have waiting periods like, you know, this condition I'm not going to cover for the next 60 days in the policy. After 60 days, it will be covered. Or after 41 right. days, it will be covered.
1: Correct. Okay. Huda, we hope you got your answer. Now, the next one is coming in from Alam. And uh, he asks, what happens if I seek care outside the healthcare network provided by my insurer?
2: Right. So, see, this is a tricky one. Like, um, why, I mean, there, there, yes, there could be certain circumstances where you are required to treat, get a treatment outside your network provider, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. it's for small things like dental, you know, you prefer a certain dentist who's not covered in your network or it could be even for larger treatments so again the whole framework again goes back to where yes mm. it is covered for right. example if your claim is hundred percent cashless covered within your network typically outside your network it will not be hundred uh, percent it will right. be you know ranging from 50 to 80 percent again depending on your policy terms the insurer will assess why did you have to go outside your network you would typically mm. file for the reimbursement claim. And then you'll follow um, sort of the reimbursement process.
1: Correct. There's a whole lot more if you go outside of your healthcare network, basically.
2: It just becomes more, there's more paperwork. uh, There are more chances because typically within your network, you know, the, the, the facility knows, okay, this type of policy, this is covered. They would also apply for an immediate approval because it's cashless. So you will get to know there and then. Correct. Also, one more thing filing for reimbursement claims, there is also a time limit. So, for example, I've gone and done some dental procedure outside a root canal, something. Let's say it's covered in my policy mm-hmm. in the month of November. Right. And I've got the bill, right? And here comes mm-hmm. February, and I'm filing my claim. That may not get approved. So, typically, the insurer, again, depending on your plan type, would have a deadline of that you have to file the reimbursement claim, let's say, within 30 to 60 days of making right. that claim. Right. So, the invoice basis, the invoice date, it should, in most of the cases, it should not exceed more than 60 days. Within 60 days, you have to file the claim.
1: Like you said, it's more of paperwork and more of a hassle yeah. for the customer himself. Yeah. Okay. Malik has the next question and uh, he wants to know, can you explain the process of pre-authorization for certain medical procedures or treatments and how does it affect coverage and costs?
2: Right. So, again, see, pre-authorization, so we, we call something as elective and non-elective treatments, right, which is basically mm-hmm. emergency treatments and some treatments that you are planning Right. Uh, where you can wait and you will sort of weigh your options in terms of cost, in terms of doctors, in terms of facility, convenience, everything. Correct. So obviously, when there is an emergency, there is an emergency, right? So I will mostly talk about on pre-authorization for elective treatments, which is non-emergency, which are more planned treatments. Right. Um, right. So uh, pre-authorization is great because hmm. a it sort of gives you a guarantee that hey, you are. Again, I'll give an example to make it simpler. Uh, Let's say someone has gallbladder stones, Hmm. right? And the doctor has advised them that, hey, you need to have a laparoscopic gallbladder removal surgery. Now, assuming it's not emergency that you don't have to get the surgery today, but yes, you have to get it pretty soon. Um, So you have, let's say, two to three working days for you to figure out a plan where you want to plan it. Uh, So you uh, typically would speak to your insurance company uh, right. if you've selected that hey this is the surgeon or this is the doctor i really want to go to and this is whom i want to consult and take the treatment from mm-hmm. uh, you ask the desk the insurance desk at that facility to mm-hmm. check with your insurance company or you could also do it yourself saying this is right. what the doctor's report is this is what i have been advised please can you let me know what is covered what is not covered mm-hmm. and uh, the cost of the surgery is approximately this so by then you'd have a clear indication of the coverage, what is covered, what you'll have to pay out of your pocket, if there are mm. certain medicines or certain equipment fee that is not covered, which, you know, sometimes you just assume. And so I think it's great to have a pre-approval scenario with your insurer. Also, mm. sometimes, let's say, God forbid there's a chronic or critical illness, right? right. Uh, for which the surgery or the treatment cost is uh, more than what your policy covers. Correct. So there's a patient who has, let's say, thyroid cancer. And hmm. he's been asked, okay, we have to operate. And that thyroid cancer surgery would is costing him more than what the policy amount covers for him. Yes. So, on speaking to your insurance company, the insurance company will also figure out ways of maybe suggesting to you certain facilities where the same surgery can be done at a lower cost, which covers, you know, so that you don't have to pay out of your pocket. God. Sometimes the insurance company also suggests... Our, treatments let's say in countries like India Hmm. uh, that there is a specialist there and because your sum insured, for example is only 150,000 you could get the same treatment in India and you will you know you will not have to pay a lot out of your pocket whereas in UAE the same surgery will cost you XYZ and the insurer sometimes and the TPA Hmm. will also arrange you know for a concierge service that you land in India someone picks you up at the airport takes you to the hospital so All that combined probably sometimes works cheaper. And it could also be a combination of a certain hospital in Dubai. Hospital A is charging this much and hospital Mm -hmm. B for the same service is charging probably 20% lower.
1: Right. Leza has the last question now. And uh, she's asking, what options exist for adding dependents to one's health insurance coverage? And how does this affect the overall premium and
2: benefits? Right. Interesting so so typically for the ins- for the insurance company there is one life okay right. and then there are multiple lives in that family so typically Correct. the insurance company would love to have the entire family insured with them because they also know that not everyone is going to use the same amount of treatments in the year you know every individual will be different uh, so we've also seen there is an advantage wherein uh, insurers offer a family discount if you're insuring you know uh, yourself, your child, your husband, or your spouse or your wife, your partner. So that's one. The other thing is you're sort of in the same ecosystem, so applying for reimbursements, etc. You're not managing four or five policies with different providers. Right. You're also quite familiar that, hey, this, these are the policy inclusions, exclusions. So I think A, yes, you typically would get for a family coverage, you would get a higher discount and sometimes you could also get for a slightly lower premium you could also get some higher benefits which otherwise if you're just individually insured you may not get sometimes there are also insurers who may choose not to insure you because your partner or your child is insured elsewhere right Ah. so they also want sort of the family policy or they at least want the child with the parent uh, right. The insurance companies also prefer to have proof of insurance that hey, why are you only insuring the child with me? Where are the parents insured? And if the parents are insured with X Y Z insurer, why mm-hmm. wouldn't you insure the child there? Like, is right. there anything to hide? It? do we know do we need to know something. So right, right. I think keeping the family with one one insurer is um,
1: definitely better. Fully recommended. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to the end of this segment. But don't go just yet. If you have any questions about financial wellness and insurance, then simply ask away. DM us on Instagram. Follow Policy Bazaar UAE, or reach out to us via any of the other social channels. And we'll try our best to answer your queries in our next episode. For now though, I hope we're updated with our health insurance knowledge. Also, here's some very exciting news for our dear listeners. Policybazaar.ae is thrilled to present WinSurance, your ticket to safeguard yourself and your loved ones, all while winning exciting prizes. When you purchase any insurance policy worth 500 dirhams or more, you can qualify for our raffle draw and stand a chance to win an iPhone 15 every week, along with daily vouchers of 1000 dirhams. So are you ready to be a winner? Don't miss out on this excitement. Log on to policybazaar.ae now and seize your opportunity to win big. Hurry! offer is valid from the 5th of Feb to the 8th of March only. We shall meet again in the next episode with much more informative and insightful content, along with our lovely experts. But for now, thank you so much for that conversation about health insurance, Toshita. Always a pleasure to have you on board.
2: Thank you so much. Same here.
1: That's it for today's episode, everyone. See you in the next one. Till then, take care and stay tuned.
0: You were listening to PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered.